You are now tuned in with the Alchemy Academy. Hey there, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back, finally, to another episode of the Alchemy Academy. Yes, I am your host. It is me, still. And thank you guys for, for joining me, I guess, today. Um, Holy shit. <laughs> I haven't even started anything yet, and my computer's already tripping. This fucking microphone's tripping. But I got everything to work. And then I, I got everything to work, and then I'm trying to record, you know, to start this fucking thing. And it's recording normally, how because I can play back on my headphones and I can hear it perfectly exactly how it needs to be but i play it back and then it just sounded so deep and weird as fuck like distorted my voice i had to do it like three four times till honestly it just fixed itself and i fucking hate it because it's so annoying and stupid little shit like that happens to me all the time and i guess it's fitting for the fucking episode because this is my the paranormal episode or whatever the fuck um yeah like i'm still whatever anyways it works now so thumbs up <laughs> paranormal stuff are like a million and one things so this is probably not going to be the first or only paranormal episode that i have but it is going to be the more personal one to myself just because it's mostly going to be my personal experiences and my personal opinions which is a lot of this fucking podcast but mostly today just because it is my life and i was there (laughs) but um there's so many other fucking episodes coming your guys' way just because I live this shit like unfortunately sometimes I hate to say it but like I it's just always around it's not like a weird thing for me to you know bump into a ghost as ironic as that is <laughs> but anywho I guess this shit all really started when I was a kid whoa see something just fucking played like what? And then you're definitely not going to hear that on the playback because it came out of my headphones. Unless you heard it in the mic, which I'm going to have to fucking play back and listen to it. But I'm not going to cut my train of thought. I'm just going to keep going because fuck that. So yeah, it pretty much started when I was a kid. Um, A lot of it was like sleep paralysis at first. Like, I don't know if you guys have ever witnessed that or been around anyone that gets that. But that shit's fucking creepy as hell. Like not being able to move, but being fully aware of what's happening and a lot of things that's happening it's like not even fucking real (laughs) like there's been times where i'm like laying in bed and i can't fucking even to this day i still get sleep paralysis so i don't think that's ever gonna not happen which kind of sucks maybe i shouldn't think like that i'm gonna find a way to maybe keep that from happening (laughs) but as far as like my 26 years of life that shit's pretty fucking normal (laughs) whatever it is what it is there's times where i'm laying it okay wait wait i had researched this shit a long time ago and it said that it only happens if you're laying flat on your back for like a certain amount of time I don't remember that you get that feeling of like lucid dreaming or whatever and I've tested this theory all the time and I don't know that shit just doesn't work I get sleep paralysis on my on my side on my stomach in the car (laughs) like that shit that shit's not real or it's just not factual for me but I'll be laying somewhere most of it as a kid happened when I was like in bed at night which sucks like if you were a kid with night terrors I fucking feel you (laughs) Like, I fucking feel you, just know. I'll be laying there, either dreaming or like really sleepy, about to go to sleep, 
and I get like this heavy, heavy ass feeling like around my shoulders and like head area. And that's kind of where I stop being able to move. And only my eyes can move and in my head, I can hear myself talk, but nothing comes out. And sometimes I'll hear laughter or, or just feel like really scared. Like one time I felt air like around my face, which I didn't like at all. (laughs) Like talking about it now kind of like makes me want to look around, but shit like that, not cool. One time I even got slapped. Like it, like I saw a hand coming to me and I heard like the the smack but I wasn't slapped by anything because there was other people in the room and they just saw me wake up from like a nap (laughs) the whole time I could have sworn my eyes were open just because I can see everyone in the room but my eyes were closed apparently (laughs) so there's that I also used to always think it would go away or like it only happened in my house because my house was you know where it all where I saw it it meaning like stupid little fucking shadows I would see as a kid like everyone refers to a a tall man and a hat and like yeah, there is a tall man in a hat out there terrorizing people <laughs> in the middle of the night. And I don't like that. I don't like that my family was is one of those families that has seen this man or felt this man or just, you know, has had experiences like this. Because it does suck when you don't know how to go about it. And that's how I felt as a kid. But luckily for me, my mom was fucking OG gangsta gangsta. And she already kind of knew what was up. Like when I would tell her these weird things that I would hear stuff or thought I saw something, she was never like, oh no, (laughs) type shit. Or like, oh, you're, it's just in your head. Cause her herself has seen things and felt things. And you know, living in Mexico, growing up in Mexico, I'm sure is a fucking vibe. Cause Mexico period is a fucking vibe out there in like fucking cerros and shit that magic I know is practice and just I knew my mom knew that things were around I was just the one to fucking tell her about it I guess my siblings do have like their own ghost stories which I wish not even I wish I'll probably have them on an episode where we can all talk about like when we lived in our childhood house on 142nd (laughs) that house is fucking interesting to say the least (laughs) I had an imaginary friend named Jacob there it's just a lot (laughs) like imaginary friends do if we're at an age where like we have kids well not we but like you guys (laughs) you guys my peers and and like if your kids have imaginary friends first of all ask about who they are how they are and you be the judge okay because not everything out there is malicious and weird sometimes people do just get lost in other realms or get stuck helping people in the same situations that they were in when they were here on earth that's what i learned so if you know if your kid ever tells you or talks to himself just let it be like don't be those fucking parents that want to be in denial of like hoobaloo or whatever the fuck that word is you know shit like that but um anyways so as a child yeah i did get sleep paralysis a lot up to like you know like elementary school that shit would happen even in elementary school shout out to all my elementary school fucking friends that i still have to this day there's a lot of you (laughs) and that's fucking cool because like high school friends i don't really have middle school friends like whatever because it was all like my elementary school friends do like (laughs) man we all became friends at a very young age and we're like super kind of old now getting there and we're all super fucking tight and honestly i just want to give a special shout out to everybody that went to jefferson and still fucks with me because that was a fucking time it was probably the best times of my life but anywho
going to middle school shit got different um growing up is different fucking trying to learn about yourself as you're being trying to be like this social butterfly with kids and trends and fucking all the things that were out there at the time i didn't have a lot of time to sit and think why i was so upset all the time because i was a lot of the time for no reason no apparent reason there's always a reason but as a kid you shouldn't be so fucking angry as like a fucking 12 13 year old but i was just you know home environment wasn't cool my sleeping situation wasn't cool feeling angry isn't cool but also when you don't know how else to feel it kind of gets easier i won't i don't it's the best way i can describe it like i'm quicker to be angry at something than to not but we're all working on ourselves okay it's a work in progress but i do notice that when i do th- like think back about memories and shit like this like i really did not give a fuck <laughs> like you could not tell me anything like if it didn't fix whatever i was fucking angry about at the time like it didn't fucking matter to me and nothing gets fixed like that so nothing ever mattered nothing ever got fixed and a bitch was mad as fuck all the time um so yeah drugs were a huge part of my growing up which i fucking hate to say but it it is what it is it is what it is (laughs) i don't really want to talk about the type of drugs but just know pretty much things kids shouldn't be touching besides weed well kids shouldn't be touching weed i I, I retract my statement does not matter the drugs that i did just know i was doing drugs and that shit was kind of helping my sleeping situation (laughs) because i wouldn't sleep But I would also block everything out till, you know, it got to where I was using for maybe like a year, year and a half to where, you know, it, my eyes adjusted in the wrong ways, I guess, you know. And I remember there was a time that um, it was at that 142nd house. This is when I first started using like at 14. Um, my dad got his truck stolen out of our garage. So these fuckers, we had a dog at the time. These fuckers stole the dog the night, like the night before. And then the night after my dad's truck was gone. And at the time, it kind of felt unreal just because, you know, like, it's kind of shit you kind of see on TV. You know, like, people getting their fucking car stolen or their house is broken into or, like, home invasions and shit like that. Because it could have been that. But thank God they just took my dad's truck. If they didn't get into the fucking garage, they could have gone into our house, you know. But while they were looking for the truck, I was still going to school, you know, minding my, doing my... 12, 13 year old life. And there was a day I remember I was brushing my teeth and I was just fucking just dozed the fuck off staring at myself while like brushing my teeth. And I kept getting like, I don't want to say voices, but like the word Figaro kept coming up in my head. And like, I don't know, I used to always have random phrases that I used to always say all the time and just random shit. And that was playing in my head like that. And I was just like, what the fuck? Like, what does that even mean, Figaro? And like, I didn't get it at the time. But two days later, my mom tells me that they had found my dad's truck on somewhere in LA on Figaro and like fucking 10th and 8th Street or some shit like that. That kind of freaked me out a little bit. But um, middle school, yeah, the drugs did kind of get bad. I lost a lot of weight. I was staying up a lot because fucking dreaming was horrible. It was fucking nightmares all the time of being locked in a fucking house, not being able to get out because every door is like another fucking entry to something else. And luckily, I don't have that fucking dream anymore because I would have that dream like for years. For years, I had that fucking dream. But I don't have that shit anymore because I left that house. That house was symbolic to a lot of things. And I'm 
no longer there, 100%, and I fucking love it. <laughs> but during that middle school time, my mom actually kind of noticed a little change in me just because, you know, I, I was kind of skinny and, like, I didn't eat or nothing. So she took me to some lady in TJ. I guess um, we'd call her a curandera, but for my non-Spanish-speaking people out there, what a curandera would be is basically like a, like a healer of some sort, like folk remedy healer, herbalist type type beat <laughs> but she took me to go see someone who channeled the spirit of a young boy el nino i don't know if you've heard of him or whatever but she took me to this lady and this lady was just an older lady and she was standing in a room with two of her her son and her daughter because they um they kind of translated for her because she spoke in like a very old and spanish tongue slang that i didn't i understood some things but some things i didn't understand like when she said mother she said instead of saying mother she said carne de tu carne which i didn't understand but her her kids were there to translate that into like more modern spanish so i walk into this room and she's standing there with her eyes closed and her hands out and um her kids are i can see their kids eyes we're looking at each other and communicating i walk in i wear glasses for those of you who don't know the second i walked in this lady was like take her glasses off <laughs> i was like i'm like 14 okay <laughs> i was like what the fuck like maybe my mom told her you know which but then also no because that's a weird fucking why would my unless she showed her a picture but my mom's not that type of whatever anyways she did say that and then he took my glasses off and I'm standing in front of her. Her eyes are closed, mine aren't. And she's like touching my hands and, you know, like doing breath work and asking me questions. And and she asked me about the poisons that I put in my body, but in Spanish, obviously, which kind of tripped me out because I wasn't aware that my mom was aware that I was on shit, you know? But my mom wasn't aware. I found out later because she found out years later, <laughs> years, years later. Like my poor mom, I love her so much. But she's sitting here asking me, like, what, when am I going to keep from putting poisons in my body? And I tried to lie and say that, you know, like, I didn't, I don't, like, I, tr I lied and said that I drank a couple times, which I don't. <laughs> I don't even know why I said that, but, you know, whatever the fuck, I was a kid. And she ended up naming the person that introduced me to the thing I was doing. So that's when I knew that this shit was not orchestrated by my mom. And it was like full on me and her speaking. Or me and him speaking. And basically said that that's not a road I wanted to go down. Because it was just going to be fucking hell basically. And that I was young and I had my whole life ahead of me. And I could do whatever I really want to do in life. Because obviously it wasn't that. I was just coping with my environment. And she... She did like a like a protection thing on me I guess she had her kids hold a bob not bottle a bowl of like a pretty big bowl of water under her hands and my hands because she was holding my hands and she grabbed white roses and she was grabbing the petals off the roses and rubbing them on my hands and saying whatever it is she had to say and she had my hands there above the bowl of water like open facing her and she ended up grabbing like an apple and she had a fucking big-ass knife in the other hand mine her my, her eyes were closed the whole time so at this point I was kind of like okay this is a little too much but she just hacked apple a couple times a couple good times and my hands were down there like I was putting my full trust in this woman now that I'm thinking about it like that was a big ass fucking knife but I'm standing I'm sitting there with my hands out and she hacks the apple all the way around puts the knife down grabs the apple and just twists it and I've never seen an apple produce that much liquid ever in my life I've never tried that like I don't you can't squeeze an apple like I 
Point is, he said he'd be with me basically for the rest of my life. Just in case I, you know, did not follow what was said to me and decide to go down that road. He said he'd always be there and always want me not to be there. So I took it for what it was. Told my mom very vaguely what happened. But I went back home with that information and he gave me a dream catcher with a small clear cords tied to it. And it was the first crystal I ever owned. And it looked like drugs, honestly, at first. But it's just so funny how life is like clear quits saved my life but it's evil twin was slowly consuming it it's so weird (laughs) like having this conversation out loud it's probably gonna sound pretty fucking stupid but we're gonna just keep on going on on this fucking list i have here of my fucking paranormal experiences i guess or whatever when i went to high school i was still doing that shit unfortunately I hate to say it, but I wasn't doing it as much as I was as well back then when I was a kid because I was low-key, like, free on time all the time. So, yeah, there was that. As I got older, I occupied myself a little more. And then HMSA, if you guys went to HMSA, that shit was not, like, that easy. I actually had to do work, and time was wasted on work. So I didn't have a lot of time to just bullshit and be out on the streets. Even though I still did that, I found my time to do homework. But, um, high school, I didn't really... HMSA wasn't very... Actually, yeah, it was. It was pretty spooky. Like, that third floor Spanish bathroom, that fucking restroom was fucking weird. But if you know, you know. (laughs) I do want to mention military school, though, because... Just know, when you put a bunch of bitches together, at least 50, you're gonna get one crazy ass one. At least. (laughs) So after high school, I did move to Chicago for like a year and a half. And honest to shit, I thought sleep paralysis was not gonna happen anymore. Because, you know, I was like not even in California. But that shit would happen over there. And my uncle used to swore he was so fucking Christian, but his house was so fucking haunted and creepy as fuck. And they had a basement, which was not the fucking happiest feeling doing laundry down there but it is what it is after i graduated i did work at um this dispensary on pch for a while where i met this lady named goddess gloria she was a patient there and one day she came in and like basically just read my aura to me and like later taught me how how to cleanse myself like using sage and cleanse areas like rooms like homes cars and shit and honestly that lady shout out to goddess gloria if you're listening if if you're listening shout out to you because um you came at a very perfect time where i wasn't very sure where to which way to go but yeah everything you taught me helped me stay in this in the on the right path honestly even though i kept using and stuff i did it i i respected it in a sense point is fast forward to like literally last year you guys this is so fucking crazy i'm like pretty much a year sober it's june 5th last year around may like ending of may i was doing drugs still doing a lot of different drugs actually And um, there was a day where I was fucking high as shit on mushrooms. Mushrooms, that stuff, weed, and like I was doing Nas, which I don't condone or I'm not advertising to do it. This is just what happened to me and why I don't really do it. <laughs> so I'm doing all these things and I blacked out. And when I blacked out, I was told, I was, it was like, I don't even know how to describe the visuals of it because the words hit so hard that I could only remember the words that 
were being said to me that I don't really remember what I was seeing, but it wasn't really much. It was just probably like blackness and squares. <laughs> but basically, I was told that two of my family members were going to die and to be there for those who who need it. I was told that and I was told that the third phone call I received on like the third day or something like that was going to pretty much let me know who was going to die. That was told to me and also I was told that I was going to die if I didn't quit putting poison into my body. So I woke up from that little fucking blackout, maybe like two minutes long, sobbing because I thought my mom had died because that's how hard I felt these words. Like, like what this voice was telling me was like fucking facts. Like I felt it like in the core of me. So I'm over here fucking crying and I had to call my older sister and I asked her if everyone was fine because, you know, I'm high as fuck on drugs, I guess. And I try to explain the situation to her, but it does just sound like I was high as fuck on drugs, which in my defense, yes and no, because a week later or a couple of days later, my mom tells me she has to go to Mexico because her aunt, our aunt is sick. So I'm like, hmm, okay, well, that happens, you know, I don't, I didn't know this aunt personally, so I wasn't really too emotional about it or like didn't put two and two together. But my mom gets over there, and my aunt is sick. She's obviously, you know, going to pass away. And they're there spending her last moments with her. And my grandma from my dad's side, my dad's mom, is also just as sick and right there behind her. So my aunt passes, and then my my grandma passes. My grandma passes June 9th, which is almost, damn, it's almost going to be a year. That little premonition blackout I had was like May 27th, 28th. And I did get a phone call on June 4th, which was, damn, yesterday. And I was also doing Nas when I got this phone call, which I don't know if that ties as to why it happened like that. Because I haven't gotten a phone call like that ever. I've never had a fucking phone call like that ever, ever in life. And this number kept calling me. It was fucking, uh, it was like a Texas number. And uh, honestly, this shit tripped me out so much that the, that I took a screenshot of the number. Posted on my Instagram. I'm gonna post it on like the, the, so you guys can see these pictures. And before that, before I got this phone call, I was taking a shower and I was also on mushrooms. And I was okay just crying a little bit to myself because, you know, my grandma, my grandma just passed. And as much as, like, we weren't that close or whatever, like, I felt for my dad. Like, I was sad for him because, like, he, that was his fucking mom, you know? And I'm, like, crying a little bit or whatever. And then I get out the shower and I'm, like, brushing my hair in the mirror. And you can still see the tears in my eyes. And I'm, like, looking at myself. I'm, like, holy shit, like, you're really fucking crying right now. And I laughed. And I cried a little bit, like, a little bit more. <laughs> And I got that phone call and I just very bravely answered and it was a voice I've never heard before But it was a voice clear as fucking day like to this day. I it, it gives me the chills She it was a woman and she said, why are you crying? And that shit freaked me out so much that I just said what? and hung up and just sat down. I think I called my little sister and it was funny er at the time because she was crying <laughs> at the time that I called her but anywho, after that, I quit doing that shit and I haven't done it since and I'm a fucking year clean and I feel great and don't regret the experience because it's got me to where I'm at today and I don't know how the fuck I would have gotten where I'm at today the way I used to be. Obvio. But yeah.
um fucking shit happens to me all the time the other day actually i was it was hot as hell and i was on the floor laying because the floor was like fresh (laughs) i was laying on my stomach and i was falling asleep and out of nowhere my legs just get like they just bend at my knee backwards like they kind of felt like they got tossed kind of and my legs bent at the knee and i kind of woke me up because like i'm on my belly like it was fucking, it was weird. That happened and I got off the floor because that just didn't feel like a muscle spasm. You know, sometimes you like twitch a little. That shit was not no twitch. Like I was in the way or something. I don't fucking know. But it's little shit all the time that fucking happens. But I'm not scared of it. No one should be scared of it. Um, um, I do want to hear your guys' any ghost stories. That'd be fucking awesome. So that way it's not just me sharing. I can learn about you guys. Or maybe we've had similar fucking experiences and we can learn off one another. You guys can always DM the Instagram or the Twitter. You guys can message me on Twitter. But there's so much out there, man. So much out there. We just experience a little bit of it. So I appreciate everybody staying till the end. If you guys stayed till the end, that's fucking awesome love you guys um happy week sunday right now i should have this up later today or maybe tomorrow but it's fucking sunday and i want everyone to have a beautiful week it's june it's summer anyone going to any events you know be smart stick with what you know and just be safe overall everybody but um i will see you guys here next time and we're gonna start at the very very beginning or midway i don't know maybe at the very very beginning but there we have it the little bits and pieces of my life um i love you guys have a good one stay safe love each other peace